Apparently mother is on to us. You're listening to The Tactical Big Top with ringleader Lance Abernathy, a former LEO and founder and chief designer at Sniper Bladeworks. Join Lance, Jag and The Sideshow as we take a look at life from a tactical perspective. Check out the knives and gear at sniperbladeworks.com and on IG, YouTube and the Facebook. I'm Lance, he's Jag, welcome to the circus. We're back a week later. Tell the good people at home, Todd, what you did last week. Anything good happened since I've seen you last? Um, I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't go to work. What's right? You've been off on vacay. That's right, because we were supposed to be somewhere and we ended up not going. Yes. And in your time off, did you do anything good? Started school. College, man. That's right. 50 years old, going back to school. This would be some kind of intel squirrel. Sure. Ish. Ish. What are you going to school for? Cybersecurity and information assurance. Yeah. It's, it's above my intellectual pay grade there. Um, I was in school as well. I did the USCCA's um, farms class this week. And it was hard. My brain is still uh, just absolutely fried. And they told us it would be. Uh, There's a lot of information compressed into three days. They like it taught back in a very specific, concise uh, way. And um, efficient was the word that I got yelled at me a lot this week. So, but it was a good time. I, uh, I feel like I learned a lot and then I have to work on retaining it and making sure I'm getting it back in the correct order, but I'm also glad it's done. At the end of it, they asked, they're like, you know, how'd you feel? How'd you feel about the whole course? And I just said, Graham, I, I want my mom. <laughs> Sounds like a good course. Yeah, it was. So... Today we have a plethora of neck knives laid out. We do. And we're working on, it's just kind of an update on what's coming. We'll talk about the shop in a minute. But we're going to have some new stuff coming out and it's going to go to the water jet. I don't know if it'll make it today, but probably in the morning. And um, there'll be a neck knife mixed in there uh, that'll be brand new. Actually two probably. What else do we have on there um, that's new? Uh, the big, uh, not the competition chopper. Right, but that's a, kind of a Mamu modification or variant. Right. Uh, Kukri's will be in there. Um, if you go to the Facebook group, you will see the grind lines on the Kukri I ground up out of mild steel, but... A little um, practice, a little tune-up game. 
which I thought looked nice for not having uh, been on there in quite some time. Yeah, I'm and kind of testing gear and angles. Tune-up's all... done. It's time to get on to the real steel. But yeah, I thought that looked nice. Um, but yeah, we'll have a couple new neck knives that'll be little, little thinner, a little smaller than dashies, or a little more concealable. Right. That kind of classic neck knife uh, size parameter. So I think that'll be neat. Like small enough to wear behind your tie. Your necktie. We used to like to do that when we were detectives. That was like, I'm just, I'm getting my ass kicked. I have one more thing I could go for. So yeah, a little more uh, streamlined. So we pulled out, I've got a just, I've got a box that probably had two grand worth of neck knives in them. Well over a grand anyhow. And I grabbed a handful of those and we brought them down today. I think one of them is Fred Perrin. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we have one that we actually designed one from the old days. If you went to the USN, there's probably pictures on there still. And Todd and I designed this back well before we even really thought about Sniper Blade Works. And our buddy Jim Haynes made those for us, who's a great dude. Unfortunately, the Lord called him home handful of years ago but um we just had a blast with jim he's a good dude so i found one and that one's actually a little nicer it was made out of a piece of uh hansen damascus from don that he had uh kind of left over and made me a deal on i told him what i was doing he's like yeah i'll find something for you so i think that makes that kind of extra special and it has a wrap job on it that's lasted for a long time. Over, over it's got to be well over fifty, maybe closer to twenty years. Oh yeah. So I imagine you probably did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Les Voorhees. We have a piece by Les out. Very stabby. I like old Les. I haven't seen Les for a minute. I got to check in on him. I don't recall seeing him there last year. He may have been Les there. had the greatest dreadlocks for a white dude I've ever seen. Absolutely. Just amazing. Then he cut his hair. The and then he had a flat top. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had that for several years. But, yeah, then he went to a flat top, and he looked great in that, too. I mean, you thought he just got out of the core. He really he can pull off a multitude of looks successfully. Then we have a little Atwood. Those had names, but I can't remember what it is. And that stuff was really, really popular at one point in time. And then tell me what you said the other thing was called. The Terrell thing? No. Or the Atwood thing? The other thing. Pry Baby? It was a Pry Baby, yeah. Those were kind of cute in the day. They had like a little pry bar, and I think some of them came, like had a spanner on the end of it. Yes, to, so you could jack with like your Strider or yeah. other stuff. And they had some funky finishes. And then we have a Mark Terrell thing that was, it was similar to something he had done one of his standard models and there was something I wanted different and he pretty graciously did it um, and then called it the Lancet. I couldn't remember what it was called. I remember he had changed it for us. So, um, And it's got some of that ugly but cool G11 on it. It's sort of a light, pale, nuclear waste looking green color if you don't know what G11 is. Now, G, I mean, like G10 is a product, but, you know, when you say G11, 
It's just, it's always that color. I've only, do they make G11 in other colors? I don't think so. And I don't know, you know, and they don't use it a lot for knife handles. And I don't know if that was denser. I think they used it for, like, machining fixtures or something, right? Was it harder or denser or tougher, more resilient in some way? I don't know. Is that, is that you're giving me a weird look but yeah. I, I don't think I just invented well, that I mean I, th- I generally think of G10 as like you know a super plastic it is a super plastic we're big on things being super plastics around here there's a good trivia once if anybody can tell us where that comes from some kind of super plastic uh, now I think they used it for machining fixtures Something. someone will correct us I'm sure but yeah, so we've got that out looking for inspiration um, for a couple new neck neck knives that we'll have coming up here out of the custom side. So be looking for those. Jag, tell us what you are working on today while we're both here at the shop. Well, I ground that. As mentioned before, I ground that kukri out of the mild steel just for practice. I think I've got that down on how I want to grind that. I just cleaned up a uh, an old project that we have that was laying around on a bench, unfinished uh, uh, chef's knife. We're working on a little chef's knife. Yeah, right I kind of like that. I thought that it may need some revision, but I feel like out of the shoot that turned out pretty well. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting him finished up and... Uh seeing how that runs yeah I took a little bit off of the uh the edge made the edge geometry a little thinner which is appropriate for a chef's knife yeah i think that'll i think that'll turn out well i think that one if it's not there it's very close i'm working on hand sanding a bit um our boy dave out in california had sent a knife in that needed a little bit of work and i'm trying to get that finally finished up for him and I think that'll that'll turn out nice. Plus, then we can retest our uh, etching systems. So I'm looking forward to getting that cleaned up. We uh, machined down the center pivots on him, and little hand sand and cleaning's about the last thing. So I'm looking forward to getting that done and out. Our boy Dave, I didn't tell you this. Dave sent me a custom Bible things gorgeous leather it's like kind of old school uh, craftsmanship the way it was made thing is is fantastic nice yeah smells good feels good looks good it's just just a quality piece so that was that was a really gracious gesture and we appreciate that Speaking of customers and friends of the program, we just talked to Big Tony for a minute in St. Louis. He called in. He likes to check in with me maybe weekly. Right. Every other week, which is nice to hear how he's doing. He's been buying stuff from the very beginning. Yeah, from day one, basically. Yeah, he met us out in Vegas one year, which was fun. Uh, And he's driven over. We need to get him back in town. I think he'd like to see the new shop. Yes. We ought to have a shindig down here. Maybe towards the end of the summer, once we kind of get everything yeah. completely organized, bring a few people in. Open house or whatnot. Exactly like an open house. Right. I like it. Me too. 
Alright, we'll try and set that up. Alright, it's time for the watch check, Todd. What are we wearing for watch today? Um, I'm wearing some sort of Sunto, Sunto, however you say that bullshit. Sunto Core? Yeah, that's it. How does it feel? Does it feel good to have a watch on today? Sure. Glad. Always feels good to have a watch are on. Are you enjoying being part of the watch club and not left out from last week? Yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel better too. I am sporting the Bulova Sea King from a few years back. I found one. And we thought we might do a little unboxing, although it's less dramatic uh, with only the audio or possibly on Instagram or the YouTubes. But unfortunately, Mrs. Sniper found the box before I did when we had come back from... And uh, she did her own unboxing because she wanted to know what was in there. She snatched it out of a pile because there had something else there too. And she didn't care about that one. She left that one. She's like, what's this? And I believe she thought it was a gun part. And I was probably getting ready to get ripped for that. But because I went watch instead of gun, I think it threw her off. Got her a little off kilter. And she couldn't... It, it just... It got her... Offered timing her game just enough that I was able to escape. So... Uh, but this thing's big and kind of bold and bad. It's got the black and the orange, so it fits into our color scheme nicely. And I like it. I found it pretty pretty reasonable. And because um, the black version of this is super expensive now. Or not super expensive, but it's twice what it was uh, like retail-ish, I think, or what it was selling for anyway. So... Uh, it seems like everything has went up in price. Because I remember... You know, back in the day, I could get a JSR for $400, $500. You ain't finding one now. What's a JSR now? It's over a grand. Do they still make it? Yeah. Marathon's still in. So you're not having to go. They didn't discontinue it or anything? I don't believe they did. All right, we'll have to go out and look for one. Maybe we County can find someone that's got a deal on one. Now we'll have to go pre-owned. Yes, pre-owned would be better. But yeah, I like that. And then I think our next acquisition in that reasonably priced watch thing will be the Bulova Lunar Pilot, in case Mrs. Sniper's listening. We'll see if she surprises me with one. She might just surprise us by letting me live another week. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm liking this. I'm, uh, I'm pleased with it. I think it'll be a nice shop watch. All right, Lance. So we just finished up with Blade Weekend, and from uh, did that jog your memory? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's well, tons of Blade stories, obviously. Um, from what I've heard from everybody that I've spoken with or seen out there, this blade was a record. Like everybody had. Yeah, no, and I think they thought that because that Texas show, I guess, was awesome as well. Yeah. So, so I'm actually, we may, we may have a banner year at the old Blade West. It's gonna be good. We're taking the circus to Utah. We will be podcasting and filming as well. Oh yeah, that's happening. Okay. So, all right. Well, keeping with the Blade tradition and some story time here. Do you remember? We were outside, you know how like 
we like to go outside and mill around with everybody out there. Mingling. Mingling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that one time, didn't we? I remember that. <laughs> there was a poor, unfortunate soul riding a bike. Dude, that, that guy fucking ate it. Right in front of the Cobb Galleria and everybody standing out there. Yeah, that so, poor soul. So it's right across, in line with the entrance on the drive coming in. And as you get closer to the hotel, it becomes cobblestone, right, or inlaid brick. And this dude caught, Not a smooth transition caught at one all. of those and just ass over tea kettle. Now, fortunately, his face broke his fall. Um, but they took him by ambulance, yeah, I yeah, believe. Yeah, it was bad. So, and it was earlier in the evening, and so now late into the evening, or later, we're about half tuned up smoking cigars, and Mikey and somebody else, it may come to me, I can't remember who it was, but they're was like... It, was it Brian? I don't know. They're like, I want to go, go look for his teeth. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's a little creepy, but whatever. And then they came back, and they're like, I found his teeth, I need something to pry him out. And I had imbibed enough by then, I was like, here, just take this. And it was a custom proto that we have not yet released, but it's pretty cool. We'll have to work on that. I think that one, it will be nice. But I'm like, yeah, just use this. It's not perfect. So about 10, 15 minutes later, they come back. And um, they have a, you know my knife in one hand and a handful of teeth in the other. <laughs> and they're like, should we take it to the hospital? <laughs> I'm like, probably not. I, you know I remember maybe, maybe we could just leave them at Lost and Found at the front desk. Well, I remember, if I remember collect, correctly, Mikey was talking about putting him in a knife handle. Oh, he did say that. <laughs> that would be a special blade souvenir. But the, the cool thing about that was Mike said, I can't believe we didn't break the tip off of this. He's like, good heat treat. I'm like, thank you. I, I, I learned from Birch and Jody. And, We've learned uh, from some good, good heat treat masters. Yeah, that that the thing Jody and Birch use is pretty pretty solid, and the, you know the knife was they used a another brick or a rock. I mean the ass end of that knife was all chewed up. I had to put it back on the grinder to clean it up. So they were putting some force on it. So I was I was pleased that our knife, our ten ninety five W two heat treating skills held up there, and uh, yeah. So you know get with Mikey, you may get a blade tooth. Right, there's mammoth tooth. And now we'll have drunk bicycle dude tooth uh, handle material. Little update on the Dashi giveaway. We are going to run it for one more week. It will definitely be given away next week. So if you haven't done so, go listen to episode three to get the questions. Answer the questions on our Instagram page through a direct message, and you could win yourself some free Sniper Blade Work steel. Thanks for joining us here under the Tactical Big Top, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Be safe. Remember the Dash giveaway. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Tactical Big Top with Lance, Jag and The Sideshow. Please like, subscribe 
and let us know what you'd like to hear more of. You can also find us on IG, YouTube, and the Facebook.